0: WWTC Minneapolis Saint Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Ron Durokstra. With uh, Iran and the U.S. have conducted a prisoner exchange that saw a detained Princeton scholar released for an Iranian scientist held by America.
1: In a trade conducted in Zurich, Switzerland, Iranian officials handed over Chinese-American graduate student Yu Wang, detained in Tehran since 2016 for scientist Masoud Soleimani, who had faced federal trial in Georgia. While the exchange represents a rare win for both countries, it comes as Iran still faces crushing American sanctions and the aftermath of national protests. President Donald Trump has acknowledged Wang was free in a statement from the White House saying the Princeton scholar would be returning to the United States. I'm Charles Szilardesma.
0: A Samba Remembrance Ceremony in Pearl Harbor today was held this morning marking 78 years since the Japanese attack on the Hawaii base that launched the U.S. into World War II. This is SRN News. Eric Metaxas believes everyone needs prayer. I'm called to pray for my ideological uh, enemies. Jesus commands us to pray for our enemies. And
2: I want to say that just because we've gotten into a very difficult time. We need to pray for our enemies, love one another. We can differ, but let's try really hard uh, to hear each other, to give each
0: other the benefit of the doubt, and to to have grace for each other. The Eric Metaxas Show, overnights at 3 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent radio.
2: Hour two of your Northern Alliance Radio Network headliner. Mitch Berg is coming up next right here on AM1280 the Patriot. Here's your Twin Cities forecast brought to you by Great Plains, Windows and Doors. Mostly cloudy and a high of 34. Tonight, temps stay around the same. There are only 18 days until Christmas. Are you still on the naughty list from last year's Christmas gift? Make this year one to remember with a special gift from Wix and Jewelers in Bloomington. Open extended hours every day. Until Christmas.
0: Is the Northern Alliance Radio Network the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities? It's great to be
3: back in
1: Minnesota today.
0: Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and world.
3: It's the wind beneath the right wing, the show that says send us your tired huddle of masses. you to see red. The Northern Alliance Radio Network. This is the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance. I am Mitch Berg doing this broadcast for 15 and as of today, three quarters years. Heading towards episode, anniversary 16, uh, officially longer than my actual radio career ever was. Uh, so this is, uh, great. My pleasure and privilege to be with you every single weekend here. Of course, Brad Carlson feels the same. He's on Sundays from one to three. And our good friend, King Banyan, every Saturday morning, nine to 11 on our fifth, on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. Now, You will find it as no surprise that this station loves to find examples of the DFL botching things up, uh, especially of the corruption endemic in the system. And yet in my years of watching uh, the the DFL botch up the state's bureaucracy, I have seen few stories that have that that have gotten me quite as up in arms as as the way the DFL over this past eight to going on all nine years now has been playing hob with the Department of Human Services. And with us to discuss developments over the past few weeks in that uh, case is uh, our friend Representative Mary Franzen from Alexandria. Representative Franzen, welcome to the broadcast. Hi there. How are you? The worst day on the air is better than the best day off the air. So I'm fantastic. How are you doing today?
4: Excellent. Happy Saturday.
3: It is. It is. Uh, thanks for joining us here today. Now you have been sounding the the, the alarm horn for quite some time. About the uh, corruption, the, the, the incompetence in many cases, uh, corruption in other cases, in the Department of, of Human Services, which is, I believe, our second biggest executive office after education, at least our second biggest budget uh, uh, money pit after education in this state. Uh, you were one of the people who was, who was warning us about the money that was being basically transferred to terrorist organizations over the last year or two after, after eight years of nonstop DFL, uh, control. Th- this started to come to light in recent, in recent years as a number of recent months rather, as a number of, uh, DHS officials have, uh, gotten jacked up over their, their various levels of incompetence and, and, and 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 uh, corruption. Uh, just for the people who haven't been following it, Representative Franson, I mean, what is the current state of the DHS? Before we get to your role over this last couple of days here. Uh,
4: what is the current what? Yeah, I mean, what's the current
3: state of DHS? I mean, I mean, how bad is the situation at human services from your
4: point of view, Representative Franson? I mean, where do we begin?
3: <laughs> Any place you want. This
4: is your um, segment. <laughs> you know... <laughs> The the problem is a DHS is is a rather large, it's extremely large, right? Yep. But we have um, the executive branch gets to appoint um, the commissioner, and then the commission commissioners do their hiring. Um, so a lot of political appointees within our government, and those political appointees, right, carry a bias, correct? Yep. Uh, And we're controlled by Democrats, so obviously that bias leans. They're very um, very, uh, Democrat. Um, But within the Department of Human Services, in my opinion, uh, it is extremely progressive people that are in there. Uh, They're very leftist. They are true believers in that progressive ideology. There is not a public program they don't love. Right. Right. There's not a public program. They don't want everybody to qualify for Uh, the more individuals on a public program, the more jobs they have for their friends. Yep, It's just how it is. Um, And Republicans, especially in our our beautiful state of Minnesota, um, we see people that want to we want to be able to have people be self-sufficient. And so we butt heads constantly on how. How do we do that? We can't even get, uh, um, you know, people to be asset tested to see if they actually qualify for the programs that they're applying for, because the Democrats say we shouldn't do that. We should not base people on assets. If they need help, we need to give them the help. It's, it's quite maddening.
3: It sounds like it. Now, now we, we've had a number of DHS officials uh, over this past year depart the agency as as. Eventually, uh, evidence of of wrongdoing and, and incompetence in some cases, uh, corruption in others, uh, has has come to light. Uh, we had cases where one left and then returned, rescinded the the the, the, uh, the, the resignation. So it, it seems to be an ongoing soap opera. Uh, you, one of the things I thought has been interesting this past couple of weeks. Before we get to your uh, your, your interchange with some of the the, the stakeholders here, Representative Franson, is while Democrats have been really high on the rights of whistleblowers on the national level in these past several weeks in really the impeachment hearings, uh, it's a little different story when it comes to the Department of Human Services. There was a whistleblower in the DHS that uh, has, has been having a rather rougher time of it than the, than the one in the, uh, in the FBI. Tell us a little bit about this whistleblower story, Representative Franson, is, 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 from your perspective.
4: Um, well, in my perspective, uh, I believe that our government does two things: The Department of Human Services says um just as in Monday gave us a PowerPoint presentation on the newest commissioner's first ninety days and her big plan, and in it she says the whistleblowers They want whistleblowers to come forward, and they will be protected, right? (laughs) That is such baloney. That is baloney. That is speaking outside. So they say one thing to the public, but internally, that is a totally different story. We've got the one whistleblower that is on leave right now because her life has been made so terrible within that department. The retaliation she is facing for bringing forward some very large concerns that seem to be falling on deaf ears once again not a public program that those that in that department don't want people to qualify for within the uh the child care situation scott stillman brought forward the allegations that our tax dollars in the child care assistance program may be going toward uh sketchy individuals that had ties to terrorism instead of Maybe looking at these allegations, like in the case of Australia, Mitch, did you know that in Australia, these activities are being taken care of by their government?
5: I have heard there this. Are cases. Yes.
4: <laughs> yes, I threw out some tweets on Twitter. I'm still not done yet. But Australia has the same scam going on in the child care assistance program and other program, um, public programs. Two men were charged with, with childcare fraud in a counterterrorism in um, in Australia. The government said, oh, we can't have this. And they put a stop to it and went after these these mafia like rings in Australia. But in Minnesota. Oh, my gosh, we can't talk about this. You're an Islamophobic.
3: See, let's come back to that right now because th- that was the part that I, I when I heard you when I read your tweeting about this and and writing about this on your Facebook account, Representative mm-hmm. France, and I thought this this we have to talk about here because one of the reasons we have a legislative branch of which you are a member and you're I believe what fifth term right now from Alexandria is yes. is. Uh, to hold the executive branch account- uh, accountable. Now, DHS is part of the executive branch. They report to the governor, literally. I mean, they they, they are, uh, their, their leadership is appointed by uh, the governor, uh, formerly Governor Dayton, now Governor Waltz. Uh, so they they re- respond to the person who writes their paychecks, as they're supposed to do. That being said, uh, the checks and balances we have in the in our country, in our state system of government, include legislators like yourself holding the executive branch, the governor and all of his appointees and all the people who work from uh, accountable, which you, I think it's fair to say, endeavor to do with a certain amount of enthusiasm that the state needs a lot more of, quite frankly. And as you alluded, your attempt to hold the executive branch, specifically DHS, accountable in over this past couple of weeks was met with Let's just say a concerning response, a, a deflection that I think that says more about the situation in DHS than as much about it as the situation itself does. Describe that particular response, how that happened, who it came from, and uh, mm-hmm. and how you came to be so branded, Representative Franson.
4: Oh, as as an Islamophobe, yes. Mm-hmm. So I went and requested. Along with some of my other colleagues, we got we requested some data practices into the child care assistance situation um, and some other Department of Human Services drama. Um, we received some of those requests. I still have um, twenty seven of them out, but I've got a binder full of information. Twenty so seven.
3: Twenty seven of them still cow. out.
6: Yeah, yeah. Carry so, on. Sorry.
4: I just, you know, I just keep on asking away because we're not getting any answers. So at any rate, I went through, started reading some of the, the information, uh, and um, including that in 2014, DHS officials were warned that public programs, this is 2014, mentioned, and um, the listeners, DHS officials were warned in 2014 that public programs may be leaving the U.S. and getting into the hands of dangerous People, okay. They evidence is harvested internally and in conjunction with the AG's department, the Minnesota Department of Public Public Safety, and um, and minute they supported this theory. Okay, that was 2014. That Fox Nine story that broke about the hundred million dollars. When did we hear about that, Mitch? That was 2018, May of 2018. Four years. Later, we are hearing about this possible connection four years later so under the governorship of Mark Dayton and whoever was commissioner at that time, because we can't keep track of them. <laughs> uh, they knew about this problem and never said a word, never said a word that just oh makes me so mad. So anyway, so that's when Scott started getting retaliated against uh, when he was working there because he was sounding the whistle. So at any rate, I I talk about this. Then Tina Liebling, Chair Liebling says, cuts me off and says, Representative Franson, is there a question you're trying to ask here? We don't have time for a speech. Is there a question? You need to get on with it. I'm like, okay then. So I'm going to use my couple of minutes here not to give a speech. And I go into an email dated June 15th, 2017. Okay, from an individual, one of our investigators. And this um, email has got um, has some people copied on it, uh, including uh, the Department of Public Safety and DHS, right? right. Yep. Says, I just left a meeting at DHS. Within the last two days, DHS sent an electronic payment to some child care center that's locked out. We have been advised that the payment was kicked back by the subject's bank. Due to the center's account being frozen by the Office of Foreign Asset Control.
7: Oh, wow. Why,
4: Mitch? I bet you're (laughs) saying, why? Why would it be kicked back? Well, Mitch, it appears the owner of the child care center is associated with a Taliban official, which is why the account was ordered frozen. Oh, but instead of our government in the Department of Human Services saying, whoa, let's back this bus up here. Wow, we've got some problems. Yes, we were warned about this in 2014, but here it is 2017 and we might have somebody connected with the Taliban. No, guess what our Department of Human Services does? They consider mailing a check for the amount to that child care center. (laughs) <laughs> to the tune of $24,000. Oh, wow. It, it
3: seems... Almost too insane to be true. Representative go can we hold you for one more segment? We got a phone call on the line, and the questions sure. just keep coming here. One more segment with Representative Mary Franz. If you have questions, by the way, give us a call 651 289 4488. We're going to take a break real quicker. But we'll be right back uh, with Representative Franzen and your phone calls. Go nowhere. We'll be right back on the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot.
6: You stopped solving your own problems years ago. Now you have a staff to do that for you. But it won't help you with your biggest dilemma, her Christmas gift. Well, do what you do best. Surround yourself with good people, the professionals at Wixon Jewelers. Wixon's already knows what she wants. It's diamonds or a fine watch. Wixen's will make it so easy for you. No mall crowds, easy in, easy out, problem solved. Why would you go anywhere else? Wixon Jewelers Bloomington,
1: celebrating 30 years of making Christmas bright. WixenJewelers.com digital marketing is a big part of just about every business it's everywhere is your business using it to your advantage are you receiving your share of the leads if you're not effectively using digital media you could be losing sales by the second even worse your customers can be grabbed up one by one never to return Customers by putting your business message in front of the right person at the right time. Learn more at SurroundMSP.com. Connecting
8: you with new customers. If you are experiencing hair loss, let this be the year to make a new hair's resolution. I'd like to introduce you to the only permanent solution to hair loss. INeedMoreHair.com. Hi, I'm Mike Greenley, familiar voice with Minnesota hockey fans. If you have hair loss and want more hair, go to INeedMoreHair.com. You will find some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in Minnesota. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including some of the most prominent celebrities, a full head of hair, and they can do the same for you. Here's the best part. Their technique is so advanced, the results are guaranteed in writing, and their prices are the best in the business. Prices as low as $3 per graft. Their office is conveniently located in Eagan. INeedMoreHair.com will allow you to see a more confident reflection of yourself. That's ineedmorehair.com. The consultations are free and the results are amazing. Check out ineedmorehair.com for complete details. That's ineedmorehair.com. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Let this be the year to make a new hair's resolution. Check out ineedmorehair.com. Quit smoking, chew and vaping with a
6: special half price offer from AM 1280 the Patriot and breathe freedom from nicotine. Get one program for 250. That's half price for the faster, easier and more effective way to quit smoking. There's a limited number of these half off deals available. It's just $250 for one person. And you could save thousands this year. Call the Patriot today at 651 405 8800. That's 651 405 8800. AM
3: 1280 The Patriot. Hey, if you're not a member of the Freedom Fan Club, well, you're burning daylight. Get with it. The AM 1280 The Patriot Fan Club available right now. It's free. There's no actual card involved. You go to m 12 thepatriotcom Click on Fan Club for member-exclusive perks, prizes, savings, giveaways, getaways, and much, much more. That's the Freedom Fan Club. Check it out. 651 289 is the number to call. If you'd like to join us as we return to our interview with Representative uh, Mary Franzen. By the way, we've got a couple of uh, phone calls on the line here. Uh, We'd like to make sure we get to you. But I thought of you, uh, Representative Franzen, when I was reading Speaker Hortman's op-ed this past week regarding... Uh, how we are all one, one big happy Minnesota, rural and urban Minnesotans together, uh, and this line in particular uh, just jumped out at me, and a, I said, "I've got to run this by Mary," uh, and I quote the speaker: <clears throat> "Minnesotans expect and deserve better than a politics of demonize and divide." I I couldn't help but think of you, uh, Representative Francis, when we we got to the story of of how you were christened an Islamophobe during the hearings this past. week. Who said that, by the way? whose Whose line was that, anyway?
4: Representative Noor. He took the old um, <laughs> Representative Ilhan Omar's house seat. That's right.
3: And uh, what was what led to? I mean, you, you're doing your job. You're holding. You're mm-hmm. doing what legislators are supposed to do. What. What led to that particular outburst, Representative Francis?
4: Because I mentioned the Taliban and, and Middle Eastern countries, and so he felt the need that he had to chastise me, and it was more or less right to shut the conversation up. So if he can say, These ideas have debunked, these ideas are rooted in hatred and bigotry and Islamophobia. Uh, this is to shut me up. It, that's what it is. And to send a message to others that may want to chat about this and have those conversations, that they too will be labeled as an Islamophobe. So if you don't want to be labeled as one of those, probably should keep your mouth shut.
3: It's deflection, it's gaslighting, it's changing the subject, Absolutely. it's evasion, and it's it's the smokescreen. <laughs> and the, the, p-
4: chair, the chair, Representative Tina Liebling, who told me not to make a speech, allowed Representative Noor to go on his little tirade there the entire time she smirked at me with a camera, there was a TV camera on my face the entire time.
3: Really? That's Yeah. Uh, I, my, my regard for Representative Liebling is a matter of record. I mean, she blocked me on Twitter, even though we had never had an interaction of any kind. So I've, I've labeled her as one of Minnesota's great profiles in courage. <laughs> but this we is We have a lot
4: of those, including our own media, who refuses to do this type of work.
3: Oh, absolutely. No, I've I've said this. I mean, if it weren't for Alpha News, if it weren't for you, if it weren't for Jim Nash, uh, we would have no reporting in this state on any of these issues. Or
4: how about our own constituents here, the taxpayers of Minnesota? They deserve answers. They want answers. In fact, that's what our government is supposed to do, protect our tax dollars.
3: Yeah, and and for attempting to do that, well, you get the smear, and uh, and, and that's 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 how. And, and but it's nothing new. I mean, it's what the SP, no. that's what many of the the organizations in the nonprofit industrial complex exist to do is smear those who would attempt to hold uh, government accountable. We have it all over St. Paul, where I live. We certainly have it in the capital, as 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 we have seen this past mm-hmm. week regarding this. We have a, a phone call, by the way, uh, in St. Louis Park. Mark, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You're on the line. With Representative Franzen, uh, could we get Mark on the phone, please? Mark uh, on uh, from St. Louis Park. Go right ahead, Mark. You're on the uh, you're on the air with Representative Franzen. Hi, Mitch. Can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. Absolutely. Oh, Great. Great. Another great show. About a year ago, I think you or Brad Carlson had Jim Abler on. Yep. And he had mentioned that. Uh, the PCA program probably more fraud than the daycare program, and mm-hmm. I was asked the representative if they'd had any hearings. But if you're if you're deaf, you can't hear, so I'm not going to even bother with that not in the House. But i like your opinion on the personal care tenant program uh, The Senator Abler said there's probably more fraud on that in the daycare program, and I'll hang up and listen. Thank you very much for your call, Thank Mark, you. as, as always. Representative Franz, it's not a new subject for us. You were uh, front and center right. in opposing daycare unionization a few years back. The PCA uh, system, even then, we knew mm-hmm. was more rotten from the ground up uh, than, than the daycare system. Uh, your, your comments about the PCA situation.
4: Right, so these fraudsters can um, consider these public programs uh, to be easy money to take because there's really no checks and balances. I personally am not working on the PCA aspect of the fraud because I'm just I'm right now handling just the one area of the government, which there is so much of. But yes, indeed, we've heard those same exact um, allegations from the individuals who are working on stopping fraud. There is. There is a lot of public programs out there, and they all, each and every one of them, need to be audited, we need tighter controls, and we need to make sure that those services are truly going to those who need the help. There are, there are good people waiting for help on waiting lists who can't, uh, you know, utilize the services because either A, there's a funding issue or um, there's just uh, somebody that they can't hire because there's no people. Right. Yeah. But um, then you've got money going to people who don't need the services, who are using us as just basically idiots that we are. Cause we're just like, Oh, sure. Here we'll sign anybody up to do these programs.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's it, part of the goal. I mean, the more head count they have, the more existence they can justify. The more, more they can browbeat the public for the budget in the next budget session. That's uh, that's, that's how the system works. The thing, one of the things that troubles me about this, other than the deflection, the gaslighting, the name calling, all all the usual stuff, of course, that uh, you get used to when you're a conservative in St. Paul, is that the non-response that, uh, on, on the official. Uh, calls for action that you, that you have sent out. You said yourself you have 27 requests for information uh, backlogged uh, with, the, with, with, the, with the DHS. And it reminds me of, of the Minnesota Voters Alliance's multiple lawsuits against the Department of State that Secretary of State Simon has just been stonewalling for years and years and years. He's, mm-hmm. lost, he's lost four different cases on election integrity. He's basically saying you can't have it. Uh, and uh, and we're seeing, uh, it seems to be a pattern throughout Governor Dayton's and now Governor Waltz's administrations, basically saying, you're, you're entitled to this information, but we're not going to give it to you anyway. I mean, this seems to be a pattern to me as an outsider. To you, Representative Franz, and how does it look?
4: yeah absolutely. they view they view us as just peons. They don't have to listen to us. They do what they want. are where they work in government, it's like an elite club for progressive liberals, and who cares about what the actual taxpayers who pay their salaries really think or or are asking for in the cases of this um these, this information uh, uh, you know the Department of Human Services doesn't want information being sent out i'm sure they're not thrilled about the fact that i'm tweeting this stuff out uh (laughs) how many reporters have actually contacted me regarding the the information that i put out on twitter along it's not like i'm making this stuff up i'm actually providing the documentation that was given to me via the uh, data practice request right yep only one reporter one mainstream reporter reached out to me alpha news did reach out to me i haven't talked to them uh and then um i've been on your show now today thank you for this and then also uh drew and justice uh last week i think i was on their show never heard um, of
1: them said, this is
4: um no you haven't
3: <laughs> oh yes i have we're all good friends okay, Just... okay.
0: <laughs> no yes. problem absolutely um, I was
4: like what did i call it the wrong name? um but at any rate This is ridiculousness. You know, if I had said, oh, if I would have told a joke back in 2012, everybody, um, that made national news. I've made national news on many things that I have said, but that's because Democrats want to terrorize people for saying things that don't match their belief system. Right. So they're like, oh, let's make a mockery out of her. But on this particular topic, even City Pages hasn't picked it up. Yeah, That's hilarious to me. I find that hilarious. They're not even doing a gaslighting Mary France and debunk, or you know, they claim making claims of things that have already been debunked. They yeah. can't write about it because it's all in here. Yeah, if uh, you, if
3: you can't count on, on the city pages to try and find some way to browbeat Mary France and something is truly
4: crazy with I, the world. I, I just I find that very amusing. But at any rate, back to the situation, you've got Carolyn Ham who was part of this mess right yep and she was in charge of the office of inspector general she was the inspector general yep didn't meet with her team of the inspectors that were actually the investigators that were doing the mary, good
3: work mary could we keep you for a short segment after this we're up against a break right now do you have another okay. five minutes to spend with us here on this, uh, on this yeah, subject? Absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah. And we're talking with uh, Representative Fran- Mary Franzen from District 8B, Alexandria, talking about the rot she's uncovering in the Department of, or trying to help <laughs> the whole world uncover in the Department of Human Services. Uh, much more when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot.
7: Sebastian Gorka here for Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that was formulated by doctors to help your body deal with inflammation and pain. The reason I've told so many of my friends about the three-week quick start is because as we get older... and they discounted it to only 19.95. 95 Approximately 70% of those who order it go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384.
5: Social Security is with you through life's journey. Get to know us at socialsecurity.gov. We are there, day one, with baby names and a gift that lasts a lifetime. We are there as you grow, protecting you and those you love. We are there when you get your first job, helping you to save for the future. We are there when you marry your sweetheart to help secure your new life together. We are there. If the unexpected happens, to help you see life from a new perspective. We are there when you start your next chapter to make sure you get off to a great start. And we are there when you lose your soulmate to help make sure you will be all right. We are with you through life's journey, Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. Get to know us and see what you can do online at
6: socialsecurity.gov produced at u.s. taxpayer expense when it comes to replacing your windows and doors ignorance is not bliss you only want to have to do it once and you don't want to make a mistake great plains windows and doors has been helping homeowners all over the twin cities with their replacement needs utilizing the entire line of anderson core product including the most popular 400 series which contractors trust the most and they're made right here in minnesota now that sounds like bliss. For a truly remarkable experience, contact Great Plains Windows and Doors at greatplainswindows.com. AM
3: 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Hey, don't forget, America's team, the Bison, are back. And they meet business catch all the action of the NDSU Bison football season. Wrapping up today on our sister's edition Business 1440. Last year, the Herd went undefeated. Got their seventh FCS championship over eight seasons. Heading for eight out of nine this year. By the way, yes, my aunt, uncle, and nephew, no, cousin, live within an easy drive of Frisco, Texas. They are looking, and by the way, NDSU alumni, become kind of a family holiday. Hope you can enjoy the game. By the way, spooling up right now over on our sister station, Business 1440. We are talking with uh, Representative Mary Franzen from uh, District 8B uh, in uh, up, up in central Minnesota and uh, talking about the situation that she is working harder than most to uncover, to publicize, to attempt to deal with the Department of Human Services. And, and Representative Friends. I think in addition to the outright fraud and the outright swindle involved in taking taxpayer resources and transferring them to uh, terrorists or to fraudsters, you have – in. Per- Perhaps in terms of dollars, a bigger fraud, this idea that the the DFL, which controls the bureaucracy and has for almost 10 years now completely, uh, seems to think that that the entire bureaucracy, especially the big dollar bureaucracies, education and and DHS, are kind of their property. And I'm kind of thinking, if the GOP ever wins the governor's office and we ever see, I don't know, Representative Franzen is the chair of the uh, Human Services Committee – It's going to be going into those offices, Secretary of State and uh, Human Services and Education. It's going to be like walking into a hoarder house. I mean, just the horrors that the good guys will, will finally be able to uncover when we actually can actually get the information out. I mean, this much stonewalling. I have a hard time believing they're not, in my opinion, hiding a whole lot of stuff, Representative Fred. So there's got to be things in there somewhere that would blow the normal human mind.
4: Well, I like to say that our government basically is Tony Soprano. Yes, I love it. Yes. It's it's true. They they know where the bodies are. There's more bodies. They know where it is. And, And they give projects. And money to their their people. For example, uh, Carolyn Ham, right? Carolyn Ham, the disgraced individual who was the inspector general, was put on leave, and she was continued to pay, be paid during that time while a supposed investigation. She made forty two thousand dollars just sitting on her butt, and when the press. I thought always suppressed against the information, right? We weren't uh, alerted that, hey, it's, the investigation hasn't started yet. So it broke on, on the news, and it was automatically, oh, we, we just started that investigation now. So we're all like, where's this investigation going? She's definitely got to get fired. I mean, you just go through my tweets. We clearly see she exercised poor judgment in not proactively sharing internal data on the child care assistance fraud with the OLA, and she cozied up to sketchy groups. She showed more interest in in managing political ramifications of fraud than actually making sure fraud itself was investigated. And so why would she continue to have her job? Surely, surely our wonderful individuals at the Department of Human Services and our governor would say, Oh, she she really should be fired. We definitely need to let the taxpayers know that we are definitely looking out for their tax dollars and there is no way we should keep somebody like Carolyn Ham employed with us. Are you freaking kidding me? We found out after the hearing on Monday the investigation was over and no discipline at all. No nope. She is uh, moved to her. She is moved to the general counsel's office, uh, where she's currently working now. Um, even though the state's the state's own watchdog, the OLA found a serious rift within the inspectors um, with, within her job. Right, she, uh, the people she worked for accused her of refusing to meet with them. Of course, we can't have somebody like that working for our government. Nope, she continues to work there now. Um, although she might not go back to the Office of Inspector General. But what's interesting about Carolyn Hamm, she is also part of a radical organization called Minnesota 350. It yes. is a very progressive, radical, left-wing, communist Socialist believing where uh, climate change, we are going to die. I couldn't believe our, our own governor was perpetuating this myth and, and terrifying kids. And fourth graders who are even concerned about a mass extinction. Baloney. Um, and so here we are. She is a radical believer. She is one of their own, and they are protecting her. They are protecting her. Absolutely. They refuse to can the ham. Every taxpayer (laughs) in the state of Minnesota needs to be contacting Governor Walz and say, you know what, you need to be a man, you need to be a leader, and you need to get rid of her. She should not have any position within our government, but they won't because... It's part of this 350 organization that receives grant money from the McKnight Foundation. Remember the McKnight Foundation? I do. Who gave a representative, uh, a representative, a Democrat representative, a job? Yep. Through uh, the University of Minnesota. Yep. Part of the I nonprofit
3: can... industrial complex that, uh, that controls so much of the DFL. I mean, you gotta, you gotta give Governor Waltz a little break, because he's basically. Uh, He's basically doing what his real employers tell him to do in, in, in going easy on the bureaucracy and on, and on the nonprofit industrial complex connections. Representative friends, it's interesting you use the Tony Soprano uh, analogy because as I was thinking, how do I introduce this? I was thinking it's if the Republicans ever gain control of the information uh, to, to the entire bureaucracy, the State the Department of State, DHS, education, all of them, I, I use the term hoarder house. I had originally thought about saying it's going to be like investigators coming upon a, a New Jersey chemical waste dump for all the bodies they're going to find. And I thought that would be insensitive to all my New Jersey friends, but you jumped right ahead of me there, Representative Franz, and, and I appreciate that. Uh, for the. Final question here, because I know you've got to run and so, and so do I. Uh, you you kind of stole a little bit of thunder there, what people need to do, what people need to ask. But if if you're if you're speaking to the outraged members of the audience who are thinking they, they can't be allowed to get away with this anymore what can the typical voter do the citizen do to to help you and the the rest of the the GOP caucus bring some pressure on this little bit of swamp in St. Paul any any pointers to to the voters
4: yes uh help help us help you right help us lawmakers help you taxpayers help us help you uh, we need you. Uh, if there's committee hearings, we need the public sitting in those seats, not the lobbyists. Yes. I don't. I think there's only a handful of the public that was at the Monday hearing. And granted, it's during a work day. A lot of people can't get there. But those of the outraged public need to be sitting in those seats. They need to be wearing T-shirts that say, "I don't know," you know, investigate. Carolyn Hamp, while well, she's been, Min- Minnesotans. But, against, but, I, know, I got
3: one. I got one. Minnesotans against getting
0: fleeced.
4: Yes, absolutely. Go. This the public itself needs to start getting uh, in control of their government, and and that's what's... this is why. This is why the administration thinks they can get away with it because the public isn't showing up. It's the lobbyists, or it's, it's those that scream Islamophobia. This is this is um, not Islamophobia. This we're talking about fraud. We're talking about a lot of fraud. We're talking about people who just would rather protect the institution and say everything is fine. Meanwhile, it's burning up inside.
3: You know, if I, I'm, I'm wishing and I'm thinking here, is there an opportunity here for because the one conservative group that does a great job of turning out the multitudes for hearings, of course, is our friends in, in the uh, in the gun owners caucus. It would be great. If other conservative causes, like for example, investigating the DHS and and, and the State Department, could borrow a page from that, and actually starting or start organizing people who care about putting the pressure on these people, just a, a more of an audio note to myself than anything, Representative Franzen. Uh Representative Mary Franzen from District Eight B. Uh, thank you very much uh, for for this uh, for this part of the show here today. I, this it's it's worse than I thought. And uh, following your Twitter feed is an ongoing education in the way the swamp just keeps boiling away in St. Paul. So thank you very much for your time, and thanks for doing what you do.
4: You're welcome. Thank
3: you. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. By the way, if you've got half an urge to start a group uh, similar to the Gun Owners' Caucus say that wants to pack uh, the stands full of people who want to uh, see uh, some justice done in our bureaucracy have your people call my people one more segment to go northern alliance radio network am 1280 the patriot we will be right back
0: where the soil is so much richer am 1280 the patriot
6: I'm
4: Jan Markell, helping you understand the times.
0: The Southern Poverty Law Center. The Southern Poverty Law Center. The Southern Poverty Law Center, based in that building
2: in Alabama, calls itself the premier group monitoring hate groups. What a sad day it has become when solid conservative voices that
4: are outspoken are deemed a hate group by the Southern Poverty Law Center. This watchdog outfit proclaimed themselves to be the guardians of America, but are standing against righteous people and have come against Tony Perkins, Brigitte Gabriel, Lori Cardozo Moore, and dozens more. Cardoza Moore is just fighting anti-Semitism, a cause the SPLC should celebrate and be on board with. It's time to call the SPLC the real hate group. For more information, listen to our weekend program on this station or anytime at olivetreeviews.org.
6: If you're looking to purchase a new watch, do yourself a favor and visit Wixen Jewelers. Once you see their collections that feature the world's most exclusive watch brands, you'll understand why Wixens was named one of the leading watch retailers in the entire country. They have the best selection of fine timepieces in the Midwest, and you can even trade in your old watch towards the watch of your dreams. With such an impressive collection of luxury watches for both men and women, you're sure to find the perfect piece. Visit the watch experts at Wixen Jewelers, just off 35W in Bloomington.
5: Your computer problem's a boot. Arby's Computer Service. When you want your computer
2: fixed right the first time, Arby's is the plane. Hi, this is Randy from R.B.'s Computer Service. Why is it that your cell phone is replaced every two to three years with no thought about cost, but when it comes to your computer in your office, you try and hold out five to six years or longer to do the same? R.B.'s Computer Service. What is that loss in productivity doing to your bottom line? Do you know that we can sell you a brand new commercial computer that is super fast for less than the cost of your new iPhone or Android phone? Why are you waiting? Call us today. We can be reached at seven. 763-441-3884. That's 763-441-3884. Or on the web at rbsmn.com. Giving your
5: computer problems the boots. RB's Computer Service. American Pressure.
2: American Pressure is your local family-owned source for pressure
3: washers since 1976. We focus on what you need to clean, and we offer the best
0: brands of hot and cold pressure washers, complete wash bays, portable systems, and custom-built. We do it all for you. Visit us at AmericanPressure.com. American
3: The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. And don't forget, Elephant in the Room out at the Stillwater Lounge and Lanes, Lanes and Lounge tonight, on Highway 36, just south, actually south of Highway 36 on Omaha. We'll be on from 8 till midnight. We have a lot of fun out there. I think you might, too. Anyway, today, of course, the, uh, wow, Count it up here. 79th, 78th anniversary of the attack on Pearl Harbor.
6: Uh,
3: obviously, a, a date that's uh, vital and important in understanding American history, especially the America that we, we have lived in for my entire life. I was born, you know, a couple decades after Pearl Harbor, and yet still affected the, the world around me at the time. The. Uh, that's something to to keep in mind in your in your thoughts as you go about as well. Speaking of uh speaking of such things, it was also a bad day uh bad week for the Minnesota National Guard this past week. A uh UH sixty Blackhawk flying out of St. Cloud crashed on uh Thursday night, uh killing its crew of three uh, National Guard air crew. And so I would urge you uh to direct your, your thoughts and prayers to the families of the crew, uh Chief Warrant Officers, uh James Rogers and Charles Nord, and Sergeant Court Plantenberg. Uh, They were on a routine flight, apparently, and uh, something went wrong on the Blackhawk, as uh, helicopters are frighteningly prone to do. I I had a number of friends from high school who joined the Army, and a number of them wound up uh, going into Army aviation, uh, which pretty much means helicopters. And I'd always known, as something of an aviation buff, uh, the the. series of miracles that are involved in keeping a helicopter up in the air and uh sort of like a sort of like a big metal bumblebee it's like you you get the impression there's no possible way this can work and yet it does you you basically have an airplane that that's wings lifted only the wings are supplying their own speed spinning around and around providing the lift and uh, as you're aware if you follow mechanics at all moving, the more moving parts uh, you have, the more things can go wrong, and helicopters have got a lot of them. And so I have to take my hat off and, and show nothing but respect to the courage for the people who get in those things in the first place, much less do it for a living and do it to serve their country. And so... Um, all my thoughts and prayers uh, go out to uh, Chief Warrant Officers, uh, Nord and Rogers, and Sergeant Plantenberg's families. Um, I'm terribly sorry that this happened, especially at this time of year. 651-289-4488 uh, the number to call the uh, number to call. Bad week, in addition, for other members of the U.S. military. There were two mass shootings over this past week at U.S. Navy bases, one in Pearl Harbor, Uh, One at Pearl Harbor, Hawaii, and one at the Pensacola Naval Air Station. Uh, Pearl Harbor in the news, yet again. Uh, And Pensacola, of course, close to my heart as well. Good friend of mine, uh, former bass player in one of my old bands, actually, who took a very different turn once he got out of college and uh, went from being a uh, a rock and roller to a navy fighter pilot spent many years at uh, Pensacola, I believe that was his home port for a good long time. And there was an active shooting situation this past week and again, thoughts and prayers to all of the victims at both Pearl Harbor and Pensacola. It turns out that the shooter at Pensacola is appears to be a Saudi uh, flight student student from Saudi Arabia who apparently uh, wound up finding himself radicalized and seized by the urge to shoot his American hosts. and He succeeded, killing four, I believe, before he himself was eventually killed. Uh, on Following the episode on social media, as I was able to do as I was uh, out of the office that day, I saw some of the social media feeds relating. To the shooting as it happened, And of course, you saw the usual usual ghoulishness from the anti-gun left saying, oh, it's uh, another another massacre in America. If only we got rid of the guns, if only if only the military bases were as, uh, as secure as Chicago and Detroit and Newark are. In fact, I, I was drawn to the attention. Uh, draw, I had my attention drawn to a, a tweet by a woman named Juliet Km. Who, is a, who advertises herself as a Harvard graduate and uh, not in the media per se, but is something of an influencer, who, who wrote on Twitter the other day, <clears throat> I believe this is uh, right after the shooting, Pearl Harbor shooting and now Pensacola. Two active shooters on military bases don't make an epidemic, but they do suggest that more guns doesn't mean more security. Little-known fact just because the military uses guns of all sizes, from handguns to battleship, well, destroyer cannon to explosives and torpedoes, doesn't mean you go onto a military base and you see guys walking around all strapped up. In fact, on a military base, gun control is almost complete. You, you, you. Regular service personnel on base are not allowed to have firearms. Period. Full stop. It, it's just—it's not a Unless you're uh, the military police, or in Navy terms, part of the Master Arms uh, Patrol, the Shore Patrol, you don't—you're not a, uh, allowed to have guns. Or if you have a gun, say if you're marching around doing close quarter, quarter drill, your gun's got no ammunition. You don't get to do that in the military on base unless you're out on orders, uh, unless you have orders specifically allowing to carry a gun with ammunition in it. For example, you're a watchstander on the on the gangplank of a of a ship, and you might then have a sidearm, and that sidearm, in, in, as some of my Navy friends have said, might have two rounds in it. Unless you're on guard duty, unless you're part of the security patrol, say at the front base or guarding some particularly important installation like the armory where the real weapons are actually locked up, service personnel are about as disarmed as anyone in a US post office or any high school. So what while Juliet KM's assertion that the episodes at Pearl Harbor and Pensacola that that they do suggest that more guns doesn't mean more security is complete balderdash and ignorant, uninformed balderdash at that what it does show you is that complete airtight gun control does in fact is in fact correlated with less security this is not the first episode everyone knows major nadal hassan the Army psychiatrist who became radicalized somewhere along the way and felt the need to kill 13 of his fellow service people at Fort Hood, home of the 3rd Cavalry, a number of years ago, against a completely disarmed uh, batch of victims, Uh, not to mention Pearl Harbor, Pensacola, or the other episode that really does prove the point, these shootings, well, there was a shooting at a recruiting station in Little Rock a number of years ago, but the one most particularly uh, I find myself drawn to is the shooting, I think it was back in 2015, at the U.S. Marine recruiting station in Chattanooga, Tennessee, where a deeply disaffected uh, person with apparent terrorist uh, sympathies killed four Marines at a Marine recruiting station. You'd think if anyone would— have less to worry about than a U.S. Marine from a mass shooter. Uh, You you have a hard time figuring out who. Well, you're absolutely right. Marines are pretty adept at at spreading mayhem when they need to. But they're disarmed when they're on the job unless they're on orders that, that require them having loaded weapons, which when you're on recruiting duty, you aren't and you don't. The shooter then went on to a Navy Reserve Center in Chattanooga where uh, he killed, I believe, another two sailors before an officer, Lieutenant Colonel Timothy White, did something he really wasn't supposed to do and disobeyed orders that went all the way to the top of the Pentagon. He said "Hmm, he'd rather be judged by 12 than carried by 6. He drew his permitted... Glock, and returned fire. Now, the extent to which he may have played a role in ending that episode uh, with two fatalities rather than, I don't know, everyone in the facility dying, is up for debate. Fact is, he was up on charges, potentially. The Navy spent a good long time considering charges against him before dropping them under massive public protest, which, don't kid yourself, had a lot to do with it under the Obama administration. So, thoughts and prayers going out to all of those victims and hope for, hoping for wisdom among those who continue to enforce gun-free zones, which are nothing but uh, supplies of victims on the hoof. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you all. God bless America.
6: Row like the cross. <laughs>
2: in your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or Medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost. Don't wait. If the deadline passes, you may lose your opportunity to get a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace at little or no cost to you.
0: 800-296-1261. 800-296-1261. 296 1261 That's 800-296-1261.
2: Hi, I'm Kirby Skubrat with 3Max Results. Have you heard? Our team is doing what other real estate agents and teams aren't doing through our worry-free listing system. We let our sellers be in control with our promise of flexibility and results. And if you're not happy, fire me. I call it the worry-free listing system. My commitment is that you will be happy because we sell our listings for more money and in less time compared to other agents. Our team sells over 400 homes each year. That's over a home a day. I'm not trying to brag. I'm applying for a job. I want to be your realtor. I want to put the sellers in control again for a successful home sale with the worry-free listing system. Ready to sell for more money and in less time? Call 612-444-1100. 612-444-1100. Put the worry-free listing system to work for you. Kirby Skurot, 612-444-1100. 612-444-1100. 612-444-1100. Start packing.